I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Puppy English Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you learn English. My name is Sam, and I am your English teacher. In this podcast, we're going to be looking at phrasal verbs. Remember, phrasal verbs are verbs with a preposition that creates a new verb with a different meaning. And we're going to be looking at phrasal verbs with sit and stand. Now, you probably know two phrasal verbs with sit and stand because they're used all of the time and they are quite obvious. For example, to stand up when you extend your body and you put your feet on the floor or when you sit down when you put your bottom on the chair. But you can have stand up, but you can also have stand down, which doesn't have a literal meaning. You can't stand down literally. To stand down means to resign from a job position, okay, to leave your job because it's your choice, not because you're fired or sacked. Maybe you stood down from your job position so somebody could take your job for you, or maybe because you wanted to retire. You stood down and you let somebody else take your job. Now, you can sit down, but you can also sit up. And this is a more literal meaning. Sit up literally means to extend your body in a seated way. So imagine you're with your family at the dinner table and you're slouched. If you're slouched, your shoulders are down, your head is down and you're kind of curling your back. It's not very polite to slouch at the dinner table. So maybe your mom or your dad tell you to sit up, okay? to extend your body in a seated position, put your head up, to sit up, because it's more polite. Now, we can also have sit back, which is kind of to put your back against the back of the chair in a relaxed way, okay? It can also mean to relax. If somebody tells you, sit back, take it easy, it means relax, take it easy. You can also stand back, which means make room, move out of the way, stand back. For example, you're in your office and somebody is trying to carry through your office a massive desk with some plants and a computer or whatever, something very big, and they might tell you to stand back, move out of the way. We can also have sit forward, which means to move your body in a forward position, 
when you are seated maybe because you want to listen better when you're interested about something you often sit forward now stand forward has a completely different meaning it's not a literal meaning now it kind of means to volunteer for example um, some people are trying to clean up the beach the beach is very dirty there is a lot of plastic and I stood forward to clean the beach I volunteered to clean the beach I stood forward to help clean the beach I volunteered to help clean the beach okay but let's move on to some more phrasal verbs with sit and stand now the first phrasal verb is to sit something out and this means to not participate in something okay so for example some of my friends are going to a theme park you know what a theme park is it's one of those places with roller coasters and ferris wheels ferris wheels are those big circular wheels like you see in london with the london eye um, so one of those places they're really fun but not for me i i absolutely hate them i'm so scared of um, the roller coasters because I don't like heights and it makes me feel sick and I'm scared I'm going to vomit if I go on a roller coaster. So my friends are going to the theme park but I'm going to sit out the trip to the theme park. If you sit something out it means you don't participate, you don't go. I don't like theme parks so I'm going to sit out the trip to the theme park. Another example, I don't know if you've ever played Monopoly, but for me, it's the most boring game ever. I always get really bored playing Monopoly. It's a really long game. It takes like five hours. So anyway, the other day, we decided to play Monopoly, me and some friends, and the first game took like three hours, and then everyone decided they wanted to play another game. And I was really tired and fed up. So I said... No, guys, I'm going to sit this one out. I'm not going to participate this time. I'm tired of Monopoly. Okay, let's move on to another phrasal verb, which is to sit through something. If you sit through something, you stay until the end of something. But it's not something that you're actively participating in. Maybe you're just sat listening. So, for example, have you ever sat through a really boring lesson? I'm absolutely sure you have sat through a really boring lesson at school. You weren't really listening, you weren't really concentrating, you just sat until the end um, and that's it. Maybe you sat through a meeting, okay? You didn't really participate in the meeting, but you stayed until the end. Uh, once I went to a, a musical, um, I like musicals, they're nice, but sometimes I get a little bit bored because I don't follow the story. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but in musicals, they're kind of singing the story. And I find it really hard to understand the words they're saying when they're singing. So in the end, I don't really understand what is happening. And I often get really bored. But I sit through the musical anyway, okay? I stay, I don't want to be rude by getting up and interrupting everybody and leaving. Also because I paid money for it. So I just sit through the musical until the end and that's that okay this is another phrasal verb with sit which is quite specific but you can use it sometimes and it's to sit in on something 
Now, when I was a teacher at a school, sometimes somebody like my boss or a senior teacher would sit in on my lessons. This means they would sit and watch my lesson, often so that they could talk about the lesson afterwards. Okay, so it means to go to a class or maybe even a meeting and watch the class or observe the class. Okay, um, so yeah, you can sit in on a meeting or you can sit in on a lesson. But let's move on now to some more phrasal verbs with stand because there are some great phrasal verbs with stand as well. The first phrasal verb with stand is to stand for something. And this means you represent an idea or a belief. For example, you can stand for human rights. You can represent and believe in human human rights, which I hope you do. I hope I hope everybody stands for human rights. But you can kind of represent it in a more active way. You can go campaigning for human rights, or you could write a blog talking about human rights. Okay, and you can say, "I stand uh, for human rights." You can also use stand in a negative way, which changes the meaning. If you say, I won't stand for something, it means I won't tolerate it. So, for example, I won't stand for bullying in my class. I won't tolerate bullying, bullying in my class. If you bully in my class, you leave. You're not going to participate. I won't tolerate it. Zero bullying. It's not possible. I won't tolerate it. Now, another common phrasal verb with stand, which you need to know, is to stand out. And if you stand out, you are obviously different to everything else or everyone else. For example, I often stand out because I'm I'm quite tall. Um, I'm about one meter ninety, which is about six foot, six foot two in English measurements. Um, and sometimes I'm with like a lot of people who are shorter than me. And when I'm with people who are shorter than me, they're not short, but they're just shorter than me. Um, I stand out, you know, it's obvious that I'm, I'm, I'm different, I'm taller. Uh, but stand out can really be a good thing. For example, you want your English to stand out. You want it to be fantastic. You want it to be brilliant, better than most people's English. So when you speak English, people go, wow. Doesn't he speak great English? It really stands out. Also, if you're applying for a job, you want your CV to stand out. You want it to be better than all of the other CVs so that yours stands out and catches the attention of the person who is employing you. So you want your CV to be amazing and stand out. So to stand out can really be a positive thing. The next phrasal verb with stand is to stand up for something or to stand up for someone. And this means to support or defend someone. Okay, so for example, if you are speaking English to somebody and they start to say that they don't like your your English, they, they are laughing at your pronunciation, okay, they're making fun of you. I will stand up for you, okay? I will support and defend you, okay? I'll say to them, look, he's learning English or she's learning English. It's her second language. She's, well, she already speaks another language. She's doing really well. Can you speak another language? 
Okay, is, is it nice to make fun of somebody who's trying to learn another language? No, it isn't, okay? So I will support you and I will defend you. I will stand up for you, okay? The next phrasal verb is another more specific one and it is to stand in for someone. This means to act as a replacement for someone. For example, with teachers. If a teacher is sick, what happens? School is cancelled? No. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. Normally, you get a stand-in teacher. A teacher who stands in for you. Who replaces you temporarily, of course, not forever. So, for example, if I'm sick, guys, uh, I want you guys to stand in for me. You can teach my class. I've got some teenagers, some kids. Your English is great. I'm sure you can do a great lesson. And hopefully you guys can stand in for me. Okay, the last phrase of the verb now. This is the last phrase of the verb of the podcast. And it is to stand by someone. This means to continue to support someone through bad times. So, actually I was watching a movie the other day. Uh, it was a really good movie. It's called 50-50. And it's about a guy who's about my age... Uh, about 27, 28, maybe 30, I'm not sure. Um, and he has cancer. Um, and during his process of having cancer, he has a girlfriend who who stands by him. She looks after him. She supports him through this bad time to stand by somebody. Um, but at some point, she uh, she leaves him. Uh, she dump- Well, he dumps her, actually, because she cheats on him. So in the end, uh, she doesn't stand by him. She does at the beginning, which isn't really enough, to be honest. But, of course, if you have problems with your English, I will stand by you. I will help and support you through it. You can always get in contact with me on YouTube, on Instagram or whatever. And I will stand by you to help you learn English. So, guys, those are all of the phrasal verbs with sit and stand. If you can think of any more... Let me know. We've had stand up, stand down, sit up, sit down, sit back, stand back, sit forward, stand forward, sit something out, sit through something, sit around, sit back, sit in. Okay, stand for something, stand out, stand up for, stand in for, and stand by. So if you can learn all of those phrasal verbs and use them in your next English conversation, try it out. (laughs) Obviously, you don't have to use all of the phrasal verbs all at the same time but try and use some at some time and that's everything guys thank you for listening to the podcast the Papi English podcast Papi English is practice and perfection in English thank you for listening and I'll speak to you guys in the next class Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.